Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Attention Strictly Hoop Talk and Strictly Hip Hop listeners. Fans, you know I've been talking about this clothing line forever, but Anti-Forever USA is where you need to be to get dope clothes, man. I'm telling you, I just got a hoodie in the mail today. It is awesome. It is one of their premium uh, hoodies, and they have they have so much more, though, than hoodies. They have beanies. They have hats. They have long sleeves. They have t-shirts. They have everything, and they got more stuff coming soon. I was just told that they have more stuff coming soon, so fans... Go to Anti Forever USA today and remember to use the special co- promo code PLATTY to get 10% off your purchase. That's P-L-A-T-T-E. And make sure you know that the P is capital. The link will be in the description of the podcast. Shop Anti Forever USA today. AntiForeverUSA.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. As always, I'm your host Chris Platty. That's at real Chris Platty on Twitter, C-H-R-I-S-P-L-A-T-T-E. Please follow if you don't, if this is your first time listening to the podcast or you've yet to follow me on Twitter, please do that. It's the, it's the easiest way to stay up to date with the content. Again, pre- prepping for the big launch soon where Strictly Hip Hop and Strictly Hoop Talk, both my podcasts will be on uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, everywhere both audio and visually as well as chrisplay.com is coming soon so again and and if this is your first time listening to the podcast i do have another podcast strictly hoop talk which i just mentioned is um nba coverage so check that out but um today is a solo podcast actually uh the first solo podcast in a while i believe the last solo podcast i did was when i uh for hip-hop that is is when i reviewed uh davies Kyrie chanel last last year um, around around this time, actually, it was around um, it was around August or September, whenever that dropped. I'm blanking on the time now, but um, anyways, I am here now to review Rob Markman's "Right to Dream" EP. Now, Rob Markman is from Brooklyn, and he makes that very clear. Um, you know, talking if if you just watch any of his interviews or you know follow him on Twitter, you know that it's very it's very obvious that you know he has the brooklyn he has a brooklyn influence he even has the i think like uh bk home of home of hove and big or something like that in his bio but um anyways so he's he's from he's from brooklyn he's a he's a guy who grew up just really into hip-hop culture um and now he's become one of the most prominent figures in hip-hop journalism he's worked under the legendary sway he's worked at double xl he's worked at mtv and now he's the head of artist relations at genius um, 
over the course of his career, like I said, he's been known to do many interviews uh, with artists. Uh, my favorite was the Tapipa Butterfly discussion he had with Kendrick Lamar. Um, I believe that was for MTV. That was a really, really good one. So check that out if you have not. It is sensational. Um, he's done many other ones. Uh, again, that's just my personal favorite. So if you're taking my word for it, that's that's the one that I, that I would highly recommend you check out. But um, anyway, so his debut project, Right to Dream, um, was released under Empire. And so what I'm going to do is, because this is an EP, I'm not going to be long because also it's a solo podcast. So instead of just doing the normal where I highlight the tracks I like, don't like, and whatever, I'm just going to go through all eight tracks because it is only eight tracks. So it's very short. It's very concise. And again, it is a solo podcast. So uh, I'm not going to be too long-winded. Uh, the project itself, I believe, is like 27 minutes, so I definitely don't want to be um, longer than the, the project, talking about the project. So let's jump into it. So it starts with uh, Last Night, you know, and, and, and it's very interesting. It starts with, uh, it starts kind of bright to me, like y- you hear in the background, like kind of kids playing outside, and it seems kind of hopeful. Um, then you hear gunshots, and it kind of snaps you into reality. And it's crazy how the same instrumental has a different feeling after the gunshots. It's it's very soft. It's very somber. But then after the gunshots, it it feels very it feels very dreadful. It's like it's almost like the instrumental itself doesn't even change when the gunshots happen. Yeah, they don't even change until Rob Markman himself comes in and starts um, delivering his vocals. But uh, overall, the song is just very well mixed. You can tell by how well the sound effects of sirens, background chatter everything kind of sits off in the distance of the beat and this is a very um story driven track uh rob does a phenomenal job telling a story uh and that's something you'll hear a lot from me in this review because this is something that he is really one of the strong points of this of this project is his storytelling but you know he talks about almost getting shot and he kind of just he kind of just paints a picture of what his life was like growing up in this in this first song and so Jumping to the second song now, I don't want to wait. Um, Kirby, who I had never heard of before uh, before this project, does a great job with her vocal performance. Um, she does a hook, and as well as you know, her ver- vocals are kind of scattered throughout the throughout the song. But um, the beat has several moments where the drums in 808s like kind of build up, and it makes the song feel dr- very dramatic. And Rob kind of delivers this grimier flow that provides a nice contrast from the beat. So I, I think, in my personal opinion, this is Rob's best performance on this EP. His, ver- his first verse, in my opinion, is the best verse on the whole project. But um, the song as a whole does, does great. So again, this is one of the standout records to me. This was the lead single, I believe, he released um, for, the, uh, for the project. I believe it was about a week or maybe two weeks before the project dropped. Um, that's actually how I found out that Rob was dropping this project was, um, I seen Rob Markman release a single and I was and I was like, wow. So I, I checked that out and then, you know, and then it, the article attached says, you know, that it's, it's a project and it's coming. So, um, again, this is the lead single. Um, this to me is one of the, the, you could tell, you can kind of tell it's the lead single. Um, it seems to me to be the most, um, the most uh complete one of the most complete songs on here and again um kirby's vocal performance uh rob doesn't have any other features outside of these little uh voicemail skits and which i'll which i'll talk to talk about later rather 
but um kirby does a great job with her vocal performance on this on this track so um and and again i said like i said rob's first verse in my opinion is the best verse on the whole project so this to me is definitely a standout song this is the one song that i will show people to give them a taste of the project it it had it offers the whole package of what this of what this project has to offer so um, again, this is the this is the one to check out if you have not yet heard the project itself. Um, the next track titled uh, "Fredo" is an obvious reference to Godfather. It's it's a it's a dope song. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of sad. Um, Rob talks about you know his brother, and you know talking about having to having to dent his own brother. Uh, the hook the hook itself though is really my only problem with the song. It's it's very repetitive. Um, it's short so it doesn't drag on too long it doesn't seem like it's it doesn't it doesn't feel it doesn't feel brutal when you're listening to it because it it, it's not long but um the repetitiveness just kind of doesn't doesn't sit with me on this one because there's no melodic delivery to it or anything um but it's it's very it's a very matter of fact straightforward song um it, and like I said, Rob Rob does a great job on the verses, so uh, it's not it's not the worst song on this project, um, but it's not it, it's definitely it's definitely not the best in my opinion. It's one of the songs that it it, it just kind of gets lost in the shuffle of this project to me. So um, it's not something that I don't think I'll be returning to often after the review, um, but. It, it it's not by any means a terrible song it's more so just a song that's that doesn't that doesn't suit my taste um you know we all have those songs that just kind of get lost and you know i don't want to call it a filler because there is a lot of substance to it it's definitely um it's definitely a a, a sad song a kind of tragic song and really though the hook just kind of brings it down for me the the song but rob's performance on the verses is um spectacular on the song so um so still the song overall is is not terrible uh, the next song bends for my birthday now this is the one song i can do without on the project it's not terrible um kind of like what i said with with fredo but i i under and i understand that the project needed this as a break from the more the more I'll say for for lack of a better term, conscious records you have the last nights, the I don't want to wait, the um, this morning tracks like that, um, and so Ben's for my birthday is just kind of this banger like upbeat type of record. So it's something the project definitely needed, uh, in my opinion. But I I think that it just. I th- I think it just sonically didn't fit with the with the EP as well as also I just f- quite frankly think that Rob can do a better version of this song. He can take this song and find a beat that m- better fit the project as well as also um as well as well as also deliver um better better on this on this type of song I'll say. Um the story behind it is basically he kind of freestyled it or I believe it, I believe he said it, it was on the Breakfast Club when he did his interview with the Breakfast Club. He talked about um, I think freestyling it and then sending it to a producer, and the beat was built around the um, around the little freestyle hook that was you know I want to bend for my birthday. I think it falls on a Thursday. Uh, again, so not a terrible song, just a song that I think Rob could do. 
a better version of essentially um but to jump to jason's lyric uh this this one's dope so this one um check out the breakfast club interview if you have not um with rob markman i believe that was about a week ago now uh that was a really dope interview um really gained me a lot of insight i'm glad i didn't do the the review before this because i would have totally um before the interview rather because i totally would have missed this point and so the song is called jason's lyrics and uh lyric and this is a nod to big um jason is a character in a big song called somebody's gotta die a very famous song a lot of a lot of people know big know that song but um, that's why Rob starts the song by saying, you know, somebody's got to die. And so Rob is writing from the perspective of that character. I, I, w- I won't really do the full, the full genius breakdown, the full, um, the, the full attempted genius breakdown, rather. But, um, you know, go listen to those songs back to back. And it's really cool. It's, it's, a, it's a really cool connection. Um, it's something I totally would have missed. It's a very dark song. You know, it talks about rape. It talks about all these all these other things. Um and so it's basically it's basically that the events that happen in somebody got to die from the perspective of Jason, a character in that song. So, um, I, so it, it still fits the narrative. And, and so that's another thing with it too is um, up until this point of the project is very autobiographical. It's all about it's all about Rob. And so this one, even though it's a different perspective from Rob, is still pushes the narrative of the whole project of the um of the kind of struggle if if you will or or you know it 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 shows kind of the hardships of the streets and so rob offers one perspective jason offers a different perspective essentially and so you know you kind of you kind of form these together to better understand the whole the whole um the whole process and the whole situation as opposed to as opposed to just doing like if Kendrick were to do a good Kid Mad City only from the perspective of him it wouldn't have been as empowering because it wouldn't have made it wouldn't have made total sense you needed the other characters you needed the charades you needed the um you needed you know his his friend that passed away in the, in the album and you needed those kinds of moments those other characters those skits to kind of liven things up and and better shape give uh give the project a more three-dimensional um feel and so that's something that jason's lyric does and it's just quite frankly it's it's a it's a great song it's very it's very creative idea i like the idea but um again rob executes very well and you know it's very hard to tell a story from somebody else's perspective especially (laughs) especially someone you're getting a glimpse of through just somebody else's song you know like a third person um a third person perspective almost so it's real it's really tight that rob did this um this was this was dope um you know and i'm, I'm glad that we've seen uh some some new york inf- influence in a rob project definitely not surprised by that but i um, definitely glad to see it uh the next track writer now the instrumental is very soulful very hopeful to me uh, Rob drops such a dope, like old school hip hop track, cluttered with all these dope, like kind of cultural references, such as shouting out cannabis. Um, and one of my favorite lines of the whole tape, you know, talking about ghostwriters when he's like, "Okay, you, uh, you're a goon, but your goon got a goblin." And you know, that's a that's a that's a homage to Lil Wayne's monster hit, a Millie. Uh, that's a song that you know, being being 21, you know, I grew up in the Wayne era. 
that's a song that you know my older brothers had on my older brother and his friend had on repeat all the time like this was a record i grew up around um so that was that was a pretty dope reference to me that's probably that's probably why it's it's uh one of my favorite lines off 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 the off the project but um so so a little bit of bias there but I do love, I really love the skits from DJ Khaled, uh, DJ Drama, Royce, and Sway on this track, who I'm a fan of all of them, by the way. Royce especially. Royce is one of my favorite rappers ever. Um, and so, you know, it, 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 it's really dope because because the skits talk about, you know, oh, Rob Markman. And, and, I'll, and also there's the Wiz Khalifa um, phone call that I skipped over, which kind of ties in with this too. It's the... It's these rappers or people in the rap industry that are actual artists saying, you know, Rob, you sure you want to do this? Like, you're a genius. Like, you, you break down our lyrics. You don't rap. Like, like, I love how DJ Khaled said that. And so, you know, they're kind of they're kind of just, you know, checking in with them and saying, all right, man, like, if you're going to do this, bring it. And so Rob definitely brings it on this. This is also um, the first verse on here is one of the dopest uh verses on the project so he definitely brings it here and it it's it's a really tight song it's it's easily one of my favorites off the record um and, and like i said the 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 instrumental the instrumental goes over so well on these skits uh when the instrumental is just hanging in the background over these like little uh voicemails again from dj cow dj drama royce sway uh, all just kind of these are all people that are very important obviously like I said he worked with Sway he he idolizes Sway you know uh so it's it's very dope that all these um all these skits kind of come together and it really it really gives the song another another layer another um another element to it so I really like it and so last but not least I'll jump into the closing track and then get into my overall thoughts uh rating and favorite uh favorites off this project so to me, um, this morning is a very underrated closeout track, in my opinion. I love how he uses the same instrumental as the intro to make the project feel like it comes. It it gives this like full circle feeling to me, and um, I really I really like that. Uh, and on top of that, the concept of the song shows how it all comes back to when he was he almost got shot. Um, you know, he he talks about in the first project or the first song off the project rather that he almost got shot and and again this whole this whole song this morning it's kind of it's it's basically one verse and 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 an outro and um which is like a news anchor which was also at the intro so again everything feels full circle but it, it basically this verse is him reflecting on you know that he almost got shot and you when you when you step back from this when you step back from this project uh and reflect it it's crazy how life could be so different for rob and it gives you that kind of that that same feeling that kendrick did with the end of damn with duckworth um in that sense so in duckworth you know kendrick's talking about um kendrick's talking about how this one decision between top dog and his father changed both their lives and and kendrick's life forever um you know uh Top Dog was, you know, planning on robbing uh, a KFC that Kendrick's father worked at. Kendrick's father was hooking him up with chickens and whatever, and and um and so then the day he the day comes to rob, he doesn't kill Kendrick's dad, and so Kendrick does grow up with with a father, 
you know, and he's saying, you know, how that one decision that Kendrick wasn't even involved in changed not only their lives, but his life as well, totally. And so I get that kind of same feeling from Rob on this project. And it's, it's a really, it's a really powerful feeling that, you know, and a very inspiring feeling, truthfully, that, you know, that we can all apply to our lives is that one decision we make or somebody else makes for us can totally change our lives uh, for the better, for the worse, whatever. But um, it just shows you the power of, of, of choice. And so that, to me, was a very dope, uh, very, very dope, underrated closeout track. Um, really like it, a strong, strong end to the project for me. So overall, um, as you could tell, this review has been fairly positive. Um, there's a lot to like about this project. It's short. It's an easy listen, and it's, for the most part, it's very cohesive sonically. Again, the only track I feel doesn't really fit sonically is Ben's For My Birthday. Um, but overall, it's completely cohesive and conceptual, um, or it's completely cohesive conceptually, rather. Uh, I like that he has the same instrumental for the intro and outro track. Um, that was funny funny story that was actually something i was doing back on a mixtape i was working out when i decided to be a rapper um that i that i never finished that will never be finished but um but anyways just a funny little side note there uh but oftentimes you hear an intro track or a closing track and you feel like it can be placed in either spot so um to me the fact that he's using the same instrumental and the same concept um is really really dope to me um it, 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 it fits very well and it gives it gives a very strong um, cohesion to the project itself uh, but Rob displays great storytelling on this whole project uh, I like how he didn't use a big name feature on this project because it really puts a spotlight on Rob which is exactly what you're supposed to do with the debut project um, the only knocks I really have against the project is that I wish there was more experimental moments uh if i if i'll say and nothing really stood out to me as daring or risky on this project uh there's not really any melodies rob performs there's no crazy beat switches things of that nature isn't a bad thing i just think that uh showcasing the ability to play with song structure is a huge tell of how talented an artist is um and the other knock is and this this might be a personal thing is the other knock I have is I don't feel like, to me, Rob has found the cadence or pocket for his vocal tone that can be like a signature staple of his career. You know, not saying that the voice or flows he uses doesn't work because they do work um, and, and, and they will continue to work. But, um, you know, as you, you know, following a lot of artists, I've followed a lot of artists to the beginning of their career to the end. And it's very rare that they ever have it together on the first project like this. And that's something that just kind of comes with time, um, developing developing your voice. Uh, uh, a lot of it, you know, comes with, with confidence. And I understand he's been writing and studying hip-hop his whole life, but recording is a whole different animal. Uh, like I said, especially if it's your first project. I mean, take it from me. I mean, that was one of the reasons I actually didn't pursue rap, to bring it back to me real quick, was I was just frankly never comfortable recording. Um, I was never really comfortable with my with my vocal performances and so you know as, as you and, and this has been met with very well um critical acclaim so rob so rob will you know 
tackle the next project with with a lot less uncertainty and 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 more confidence not only from him but from empire whoever is behind him on the next project so overall i think that if he receives a better production which i know will come with better funding you know and like i said uh and he continues to hone his writing skills i think he can have a good future as a hip-hop artist actually because this project shows off lyrical ability like that is the number one thing that stands out from rob it's not it's not the vocals that he uses it's not um the beats that he selects it's the lyrical ability and that is very telling that an artist is uh, an artist's biggest strength is their lyrical ability that is something that you know you can look at as um you can you can look at and say okay this guy's really got a future because if if you develop those other things around the lyrical ability everything's going to fall into place and really work so uh, in my opinion um uh, in my opinion one of the underrated things on this project is that he showcased was his ability to pick a whole project worth of instrumentals that create a sonic cohesion uh that's something rob did well with this project like i said outside of the one song in my opinion um so that 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 right there is is a very important sign of, uh for an artist too is how well they can you know pick their beats uh i know one of rob's favorite artists you know and it, rob if you're listening you'll probably you'll probably get mad for for hearing this but you know one of the one of the slanders on nas was his was his beat selections um but um you know and i think that's kind of over i think that's kind of overblown by a lot but anyways <laughs> i digress um I digress. I think that you showed a great job on this project, Rob, with with picking beats that fit. And um, overall, I mean, this is a cool thing for Rob to do, and I'm glad he did it because it's proof that, you know, if you stick with your passion, you never know when it will come back around. I mean, that's why I did the podcasting. I did the podcasting because I didn't feel I could rap. Um, So, you know, just kind of, and I just wanted to stay involved with rap. Like, I love rap. I love hip-hop, so... That's one of the reasons why I stuck with this project. Um, on the next project, I would hope that he features some more NY sounds, some more heavy boom bap shit, just because I know Rob's like homage and you know his respect and his admiration for the New York sound. Um, I thought that was something we would get more of on this project. So uh, that's something I definitely, I definitely want to see from Rob in the future. But that might be more from understanding who rob is as opposed to what works i mean i i love the the new york boom bap sound so to me it to me that's kind of right in my pocket but um we'll see where rob goes with the next project but i i definitely think that there will be another project and that he should pursue another project if he hasn't released one yet so i'm feeling a seven out of ten uh definitely recommend it like i said it's a short list and it's it's a very solid EP, one of the better, one of the better, if not one of the best EPs I've heard yet this year. Um, favorite tracks: "I Don't Want to Wait," "Writer," and Jason lyrics. And so, these songs, those three songs, to me stand out as well as as well as this morning is also really good. Um, but those three tracks in particular have actually made um, fans that have been following me know that I do a top 100 songs podcast at the end of every year. I'm doing it this year. And um, those three songs right now, I Don't Want to Wait, Writer, and Jason Lyric are three of the best um, 100, three of the 100 best hip-hop songs that I've heard yet this year. So, and I'm all caught up on every project. So we'll see if it, if they make the final list come, 
come December. But uh, but right now, yeah, those are those are phenomenal tracks. So those are not just good tracks. Those are those are, in my opinion, great tracks. Um, so definitely give this project a listen. Um, it's it's definitely worth it. Like I said, it's a very short, easy listen. Uh, so check it out, and uh, we'll see what the future holds for Rob Markman. So that is my view of Right to Dream by Rob Markman. Uh, again, go check it out if you haven't. I'll put the link in the description of the podcast, as I always do for every project. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, if this is your first time listening, you can contact me on Twitter at Real Chris Platty. That is the best way to find all my content. That's real, C-H-R-I-S-P-L-A-T-T-E. Um, check out there. And, and so I got iTunes and Podbean again chrisplatty.com along with the launch of youtube uh soundcloud google play stitcher all these places that allow podcasts so thank you everyone for listening this is chris platty rob markman right to dream ep review